When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. Real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. With Capella University's FlexPath Learning Format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. to the $100 MBA show, powering up your day with business insights you can use every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started with my co-founder back in 2014. And today's episode is a must-read episode. On our must-read episodes, I share with you a book that I've read that has influenced me as an entrepreneur. I share with you its takeaways, its insights, and why you should read it too. Today's must-read is Monsters and How to Tame Them by Kevin Hart. If you're a longtime listener of the show, you know that I'm actually a big fan of Kevin Hart's books. Yeah, I'm talking about Kevin Hart, the comedian. He's actually a darn good personal development writer. And his latest book, Monsters and How to Tame Them, is an Audible exclusive. And he does all the voiceover work for his books, so you know it's entertaining. But this book is not a must-read because it's fun to listen to or that it's a good time. It's a must-read because it's actually really useful and can help you and your journey as a professional, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. If you don't know, Kevin Hart recently had a major car accident, one that almost took his life. He was in hospital for weeks, recovering from a major back injury. Somehow, he made a full recovery, but in the process, he gained some insights about life, and the internal monsters that bully us around every single day. Practically on his deathbed, he takes notes on the wisdom he's gained from that experience and shares it with us. But of course, you might be thinking, this is kind of depressing. No, of course, it's Kevin Hart, so he keeps it light, he keeps it informative, he keeps it real. So in today's must read, I'm gonna share with you my favorite takeaways, my favorite insights from this book and why you should read it too. You'll be pretty surprised by some of the things I share today. I sure was surprised when I consumed this book. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Most people know Kevin Hart as the blockbuster movie star and stand-up comedian. What many people don't know is he's actually a pretty big business person. He has multiple businesses, a production company. He's a producer. He's an entrepreneur. He's a philanthropist. So many things. And many of the insights he shares in this book helped him along the way become a better entrepreneur. Because at the end of the day, a better self-aware leader makes a better business. Now, if you're wondering why is the title all about monsters and how to tame them? Well, he's talking about internal monsters, monsters that we battle every single day. In part one of the book, he goes through every single monster. He explains what their powers are, how they control you, and how you kind of sometimes forget they even exist. There's seven monsters in total, and I'm gonna list them quickly to you right now to give you some context. The not me monster, the control monster, the approval monster, the me first monster, 
the can't go backwards monster, the comparison monster, the do it all monster. When I was listening to this book, I was actually quite struck by the fact that I would know the title of the next monster and be like, you know, I don't know if this applies to me. I don't think I have this problem. And then he goes through the traits of this monster, examples of how it affected his life. And I start to realize mm, maybe that monster actually is a part of my life. And to some degree, some monsters are more pervasive than others. But I'd be hard pressed to believe that Everybody that listens to this book is not visited by one of these monsters at some point in their life. And of course, we're talking about things that live within us, deep within us. And some of these things will be cultivated through childhood, through experiences in life, maybe through a challenge you're going through right now. But the first thing I really appreciate about this book is that you become aware of these monsters or really challenges of the self. For example, the control monster, feeling like you need to do everything. You need to do it because then it won't be perfect otherwise. As an entrepreneur, many of us are like this. We're leaders for a reason. We go first, but it bleeds into our personal life. We don't trust people to drive for us. We don't trust our partner in life to book the restaurant properly for our anniversary. We don't trust our teammates to do their job. And therefore, we're stressing out about everything in life. We don't know how to delegate. We don't know how to relax. And this often comes from some period in life at some point, things were chaotic. It could be your childhood. Maybe a parent uh, was erratic or maybe a bit emotional and you felt out of control. So therefore, as an adult, you want to be in control. And he breaks down all the possible reasons why this monster rears its head in your life all the time. And not just a control monster, every single monster he goes through. One of my favorite chapters is the one where he explains the can't go backwards monster. And this is all about the sunk cost fallacy. A lot of us will dig our heels in business, particularly in an idea, in a direction, in a product or service or a complete business because we just can't go backwards. We feel like I've spent so much time and money and effort on this idea that it has to work even though we have all the signs that it's time to move on. And this has a lot to do with the fact that we don't fully appreciate that not everything is in our control. Now, I'm not trying to be fatalistic here, but I'm saying that this is the truth of business. The market could dictate things. Your customers can dictate things. The economy, your suppliers, your vendors. There's so many things that require your business to run perfectly and to serve the market the way you want it to. It's only natural there'll be some ebbs and flows and sometimes major change in direction. For example, if it was the 80s and you had a business selling fax machines, if you didn't evolve and start selling something else and you just dug your heels because fax machines is what you spent all your life selling and that's what you know, you're asking for trouble. No one wants to buy fax machines now. Sometimes it's scary as an entrepreneur to shift gears, to change direction, to pivot because we know a certain thing, we know a certain way of doing business, a certain way to make money, and we just want to stick to it. We worked so hard to get to that point, it's like, hey, can I just do this forever? And you feel like changing direction is like going backwards, like starting over. But guess what? Where you got today is because you started over, because you tried something new, it's because you took a risk. And that's what business is all about. It's about taking one step in front of the other, taking one leap, just like a frog does on a lily pad, to a new lily pad, or swinging from vine to vine like Tarzan, letting go of the vine as you grab the next one. 
And sometimes in business and in life, you don't have a choice. You have to swing and jump and grab that next vine, even while not holding on to any vines right now, hoping that you can grab that next vine and swing to safety. Business is risky. That's just how it is. Don't fight it. Use it to your advantage. And don't see it as going backwards. See it as a reinvention. See it as the next level in your entrepreneurial journey. Those who know me know I'm an automobile lover. Heck, my first job at 13 was washing cars at a car dealership. That's why I'm excited to tell you about the Range Rover Sport. It's the perfect combination of sporting luxury, intuitive technology, and performance. I mean, this thing is stunning inside and out. Here are some of my favorite things about the Range Rover Sport. It has this purposeful cockpit-like driving position. It really sets the tone for a focused interior that promotes an exhilarating drive that is super engaging. And it's super quiet in there because they have advanced cabin technologies such as active noise cancellation and cabin air purification, which offer new levels of comfort and refinement. One of the things that's really important to me is the actual driver's seat. The Range Rover Sport has an optional 22-way adjustable heated and ventilated electric memory front seats with massage function. But enough hearing about it. Design your Range Rover Sport at LandRoverUSA.com. You're great at managing your business, but are you great at managing your financial future? That's where Yahoo Finance comes in. When you need to be able to diversify your wealth, take your dividends from your business and invest in other types of investments like the stock market, you're going to want to know what you're investing in. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. So if you want to read up about the businesses that are making moves so that you can make the right investments in the stock market, you're going to love what you find at Yahoo Finance. What I love about Yahoo Finance is that I can jump right in, spend a few minutes a day, read up about some great companies that will inform my decision on where to invest. And you can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. yahoofinance.com, that's yahoofinance.com. In Kevin Hart's book, Monsters and How to Tame Them, part two and part three is all about how to deal with these monsters, how to hunt them down and train them to work in your favor. Kevin kind of equates this to a game, like a challenge, and concludes that this is life. This is the challenge of life, is being self-aware to know there are things that are part of our nature, part of who we are as human beings that we need to control, that we need to tame, that we need to be aware of and don't let it affect and influence us in a negative way. The alternative is just ignoring it and letting the monsters run wild. And you really don't get anywhere in life this way. One of my favorite things about this book is that it's talking about some pretty heavy stuff. We're talking about things that most people would go to therapy for, but it approaches it in a very pragmatic and very action-oriented way, meaning that Kevin's saying, hey, you have power over this. You can do this. I'll be honest with you, when I listened to this book, when I went through this book, it wasn't an easy experience, but as I continued to listen, I started to feel better and better about the problems that were presented to me and the solutions that are there at my disposal. Of course, Kevin, with his style, kept it light, kept it fun, kept it funny, really, and I laughed out loud more times than I can count. 
And I listen to most of my books while I'm at the gym, so it looks kind of silly. I'm like cracking up while I'm lifting weights. But hey, I enjoyed it. I really loved it. I found it very challenging too because when you go through the book, when you go through all the monsters and the things that they do to you and affect your business, affect your life, affect who you are, it almost feels like a burden of, okay, I got to take care of this now. Another thing on my to-do list, another thing I got to you know think about and work on. But Kevin reassures you and says, hey, just being aware of these monsters is a huge leap that most people don't even make. So just by the mere fact of listening to this book, you are going to be miles ahead of most people that struggle with these monsters. Because the thing about these monsters is that you are pretty much unaware that they're doing their work. They hide in plain sight. What Kevin's doing in this book is shining a light on them so that you can be aware, so you can be like, hey, is this the me first monster rearing its head right now in this situation? Am I dealing with a comparison monster right now as I'm scrolling through social media? What about the do-it-all monster? Am I trying to cram everything in one day and then I get disappointed when I don't get everything done? The biggest takeaway of all for me was that all of these things are in our head, right? These things are psychological ideas that control our mood, control how we feel, control our happiness, but we can have control over them. It's us at the end of the day. These monsters are us. This means your quality of life can greatly improve because you're in control. These are not things that are happening to you. This is not an outside force. This is something that's happening within you. And that is the most empowering thing about this book is that, hey, you can control this. You can change things around. You can tame the monsters. Thanks so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. I hope you enjoyed today's must-read, Monsters and How to Tame Them by Kevin Hart. I highly recommend you grab this one on Audible. It's only available on Audible. Again, Kevin does all the narration. It's fun. It's easy. It's enlightening. And I guarantee all these monsters he talks about and the things that you learn are things that are super applicable to you and your business every single day. If you love today's episode, if you love this show, the best way you can give back and support us is to leave us a rating and review. Whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you follow us and you give us a star rating. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us an actual written review. Let us know what you think. And you enter our weekly random draw we call Free Ride Friday to win a free ride to one of our programs. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. A lot of the must-read books that I recommend on this podcast has to do with improving you, improving yourself, being the best version of yourself as possible. Why? Because if you're better, your business will be better because you are the leader. You're steering the ship. You'll make better decisions. You will make better choices, make better hires. Just be better. <laughs> and that's going to be infectious on your team. Plus, you'll be better, meaning you'll enjoy the journey along the way. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com.